Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good whatever else is wherever you are. Um, welcome to the Help Sheffield podcast. I'm not even going to try and remember what episode this is because they were good, I think we've recorded five in the last week and they're all going to go out in the wrong order. So I'm not even going to pretend. So this evening, as it is in sunny Sheffield or snowy Sheffield, we have Elf 1, which is me. Um, Elf 2 bailed out on me 30, 30 minutes before recording. I don't know what his excuse is, but he's not going to add his dulcet tones to that. Um, podcast this evening but we do have Mr Peter Birchall um, joining us as with the um, scheme of these things we're going to do a little interview with someone doing good things in Sheffield so welcome to the podcast Peter. Good evening uh, sorry to hear about Elf 2 hope all is all is okay with him. He'll, he's just wussy now I don't know he'll have some rubbish excuse or other I don't know cooking tea or something um don't know not really worried so yes so peter tell us so you we've met before and in the public sphere back in the days when we could go to the pub or in our case drinking in opticians um so we're just going to talk about things you've got going on that are helping and doing good things in sheffield so i know one of them is the co-op pioneers that you are in charge of so please tell us about those yeah, that's right. So, so one of the big things I'm involved with is I work in the community team at the um, co-op. Um, it's a big community team uh, because the the, the co-op, um, you know, it's it's not just the, your uh, your average supermarket around the corner. We are a, a very different organisation. We're a cooperative uh, organisation, and 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 cooperative activity and community activity is sort of sort of right in our uh, DNA. So. Um, and a couple of years ago, um, the co-op um, produced a programme um, which has been rolling out nationally um, called Member Pioneers. Um, and Member Pioneers work in, um, in the community, up and down the land, um, but I manage the, uh, the team of pioneers right across Sheffield and, uh, and Rotherham. And they're all out doing some, um, some great work in the, in the community, working with great, um, great local causes and, and community groups. And, and linking it into our stores and funeral care homes. So how many stores and funeral care homes have the co-op got in Sheffield? I can think of about four off the top of my head. Uh, it's more than you would you would think, um, but often the nature, the, na- the, the co-op these days, most, most of our stores um, tend to be sort of convenience stores. We, we kind of moved out of the, you know, the big, the big supermarkets. Um, yeah. Uh, over the last 10 to, 10 to 20 years and, and their stores right at the heart of the, the community. Um, so they're, um, you know, they're spread right around Sheffield. I haven't got the figure off the top of my head, but we've got maybe 30 food stores, I would say, right, okay. across, right across Sheffield and Rotherham, yeah. Um, and um, funeral care homes, um, I mean, they're obviously, they're obviously having a, a tough time um, at the moment, really tough time in that business. But um, but they are dotted dotted around the uh, around around in communities as well. So each one has one or more member pioneers. How, how does it work? No, member pioneers tend to work across a number of stores because actually the way that our the way that co-op stores work in terms of communities, they tend to work in clusters anyway, in in kind of groups of uh, three or four that kind of work together with the community, and, and they have a number of uh, local. Uh, causes over the period of a year that they um, that they work with and and the very loosely the member pioneers are sort of matched onto them each area is very different so so some pioneers may be working in an area that's got seven or eight stores whereas whereas others there there may only be a um, a couple 
Um, so for instance, you know, Debbie and the team, she's working right across North Sheffield, about six or seven stores in that patch. Whereas Alex, who's working out in, um, in Uterbridge is, is working, um, with just the, um, with just the existing Stocksbridge store and the, and the new store that's opened in Uterbridge. So how do these member pioneers interact, engage and work with the community? What sort of things do you do? Where do they get funded from? Can anybody join in to become part of that scheme? Um, member pioneers are paid employees of the co-op, so um, so they they have to apply to um, to actually um, to actually join the organisation. And we're looking for a certain set of skills. We're looking for people that are kind of catalysts um, and connectors. They're good at they're good at getting things going. They're good at bringing people together um, and good at communicating as well. Sort of shouting all about all the um, all the great work um, that we do at the co-op. They they're employed for four hours a week so they don't get very long um so they've got to work kind of quite smart in that time um but often um pioneers are individuals that have already got kind of great community links they're they've they're already kind of experts in community and they're um they're um they're well placed to be kind of reaching out to to groups that that need that need a bit of help or um or or, or, or supporting our causes and what typical causes do you take up? Is it uh, people come to you and say, can you help with this? Or do you go to them? How does that work? I mean, local causes is, is one and one of our biggest parts of, of community work at the co-op. So, so um, as I may have said it earlier, each kind of cluster of co-op stores works with three um, local causes over the period of a year. And they apply on an annual, an annual basis. Um, and... They tend to, there are a full range of organisations from tiny little community groups up to, um, up to sort of, you know, regional charities in, um, in, in some places, you know, we've got, you know, we've got organisations like the Children's Hospital Charity um, as local causes um, as well. And, and they, they tend to be kind of working on three main themes that, you know, the, we, we, we like to support organisations that are ensuring fairer access to food ensuring fairer access to uh, mental health support and, and we're also supporting uh, groups that are working to help people with um, skills and, and getting into unemployment. So if somebody is out there, they run, <coughs> excuse me, I've, I shouldn't have had a peanut before I um, started this podcast, actually it was a Brazil nut, I well, shouldn't I, have had I, it, it's always gone wrong. No, it's just gone down the wrong hole somewhere. Um, I don't know if you're aware, but a Brazil nut has enough selenium for your daily allowance in just one Brazil nut. And that's like a happiness um, drug going on in your brain. So I just have one Brazil nut every single day and I shouldn't have had it at this time. There's a little side issue for you. Um, so if you are a charity and you're thinking, oh, we could do with a bit of help, what sort of help would the pioneers give? Do they physically go along and do the joining in or do they raise money or what's the sort of remit or is the not one? All sorts, really. Um, I mean, firstly, they can encourage um, groups to become a local cause. Those applications are um, are open every um, are every year. In in terms of other financial support, there are there are smaller schemes as well that, that run on more of an ad hoc basis. Um, most of our stores have access to um, a community don donations fund. That's often up to up to two hundred fifty pounds for a for a kind of smaller one off um, project and. And, and pioneers are really good at sort of linking groups into that as well. Pioneers do have access to a very small budget them, themselves, 
um, around about £40 a month. So for kind of discrete one-off um, pieces of support as well. So, so in terms of the funding, that's where the pioneers can help. But a lot of it is just through their through their kind of their expertise in in um, and in in working in community, and they they often know how to help, or they know of somebody that that might be able to help where there's where there where there's a particular challenge. So, um, and and they they can kind of bring group bring groups together as well to get you know the, obviously working together. Um, we are so much stronger when we work together than than on our own, aren't we? And, and pioneers are yep. really, really part of that, really part of bringing groups together. So it's it's definitely not just all about the money at all. So um, I've noticed that a lot of the pioneers are on Twitter, which is where I spend half of my life. So um, I've noticed that they are out there. So every individual pioneer seems to set up their own account, don't they? Or is that how it works? And they call themselves. Um, co-op member pioneers on Twitter and then yeah. they obviously try and raise awareness of the various things that they're going into um, I actually might apply and become one I've just thought about that because I do I do need a bit of a job rather than just sitting and talking to people all day and tweeting for a living it doesn't earn me any money um, so I might think about applying um, so are you currently looking for member pioneers are you looking for charities is there anything Sheffield can help you with in that sense yeah, the roles um, the roles do tend to pop up um, every now and again. Um, I'm trying to think if we've got any Sheffield roles live at um, at the moment. I would, you know, I would suggest keep keep your eye keep your eye out because there are often um, often roles and roles roles appearing. I, I know we're recruiting in a couple of areas in Rotherham um, at the moment, and um, and yeah, well, you know, yeah, you might you might make a great pioneer um, y- yourself. You know, it's you know we're actually looking pe- for for people that have got those networks already, whether 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 they're kind of in the real world or um, or, or online. So um, so yeah, I'd in- encourage anyone who's who's um, who who is a networker in the community to to give it a go. There's nothing much in the real world anymore. I'm not even sure the real world exists. It's a challenging. It's a challenging time at the moment. <laughs> it's a theme for every one of the podcasts I've recorded for the last year. Everyone's just going, "Oh, I'm fed up now," but you know, we, we plod on. So, um, so that's the sort of member pioneers. I know you wear several hats, um, and one of your other hats is um, to do with community choirs. Is that how you'd refer to them? You. Yeah, with my Kate, uh, with my wife Kate, I, I run an organisation called uh, Singing In, um, and we run a number of uh, community choirs in Sheffield. Uh, the biggest of which is in Ridge where I live, um, but we run another one in, um, in in Stocksbridge as well, just up the road, and in Bamford, uh, just outside of Sheffield, obviously. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, they um, they're. They're choirs that are open to anyone that um, that, that wants to sing. Nobody is um, nobody is turned turned away. Um, we kind of believe that everybody's got a, got a voice, and and um, and singing is so good for your health and for your for your mental health. It's um, you know it's you know I'd really encourage anyone to to give it a go. Um, now, of course, the the choirs aren't meeting in person at the moment, as um, as you might imagine. Um, going back to your theme again. It's um, and it's been a tough time. All those choirs are operating on uh, on on Zoom at the moment, um, and I don't know if you've ever tried Zoom singing, but it's not the uh, it's not the easiest thing. Um, unfortunately, because of the differing internet speeds, um, everybody has to be on um, on mute, and it's uh, it's myself and Kate that sort of lead the lead the singing, and everyone's kind of singing away in the privacy of their own homes. It's a very it's a very strange strange thing which we <laughs> about a year ago. Like a like a silent disco in a syringe kind of reverse kind of way. Um, 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm terrible at singing. Um, I imagine I might be the first person you've ever turned away because if you actually do a public performance, I would probably just get egged. I really cannot sing. Um, I'd like to be able to, but I can't. Never mind. Um, so are you, again, are you looking for people for your choirs? You say anybody can sign up. Are you are you numbers up there? Do you need people to come along, sign up? Um, the beauty of Zoom, of course, is that, um, you know, as many people as want to can uh, can, can join in. And um, we're, we're trying to keep that kind of community feel as well. So the uh, so the Uterbridge Choir in particular has got a got a lot of people in it from the from the Uterbridge community and surrounding area. And we do 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 sort of, you know, have a bit of a natter about local things as as well. It's a great way for, for people to kind of remain connected during um, during this time. Um, we've got um, just as a just as an aside, we've got a couple of people that have moved away from Utebridge during the pandemic. They they now live up in the northeast, but um, but whilst we're still online, they uh, they still come and join in, um, <laughs> kind of kind of reminisce about uh, about about their times here. So constant constantly open open doors, you know. As a um, as I say, there's so much you can get gain from 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 singing. So uh, yeah, definitely I encourage people to give it a go. Are they are they choirs on social media? Do you have Facebook pages, etc., for them? Uh, yes, there's just uh, there's just one overall um, page. Um, you'll find us on Twitter at Singing in Choirs and and Facebook as well. So um, you'll see some of the things that we're involved with. We've um, during this time we've done a few sort of online projects. We did a great virtual choir video project just before Christmas. Um, again, for virtual choirs is all new to us as well. That's where everybody kind of records their individual part and in a video, and they all get pulled um, pulled together in a complicated um, video editing process that takes ages and ages but but it's kind of worth it for those two and a half minutes that um that, that you get once it's all done who gets that lovely job uh, that's um that's one for kate my um my wife and and oh. yeah she's learned some some great skills in that i think you know we've all we've all learned so much during this um during this time haven't we we've had to we've had to kind of learn how to use new tools and and things like that so so yeah we're video editors now as as, as well as everything else I've learned how much I miss the pub. I don't know if I've ever been doubt about that, but it's been definitely confirmed since I've not been able to go. Even my dogs stop thinking the pubs are open. He drags me to every single pub, and now he gets to the pub door and just looks and goes, it's shut again, isn't it, and walks off. Whereas before, he was scratching at the door and all sorts, but now he's sort of resigned himself to it. It's quite sad, really. Um, he definitely needs to get back to the pub. It's where all his <laughs> friends are. Um and before we started with the podcast recording, you mentioned another thing that you're involved in, and I've forgotten what that is. So you will remind me, please, Pete, because I can't remember. Oh, I did. I mentioned the fact that I was doing some volunteering for a, for a national organisation um, called, called Shout. It's, um, it's a text-based um, support service for, um, for, for kind of people that are uh, struggling um obviously we all know about the samaritans and, and the fact that you can kind of call up any time um but um but times are changing and, and and mental health support is available um over over text um as well now so um so yeah i'm a trained volunteer with them that um that means sort of chatting to uh, to people over, over text um often at the time when they're most most struggling with uh, something and it's it's really rewarding work, and um, you know they're they're always looking for volunteers. But equally, if you're uh, you're in need of support in this um, in this in this tough time, you know look up their website, and it's uh, 
I can't remember the, the, the figure off the top of my head, but um, but yeah, you, it's really easy to text in and and it's and, it, and it's free to get that support. And that's just on um, just a standard text with a standard text number. Yep. I'm just going to find the number now. So if you can tell us a little bit more about that while I find the number, otherwise I feel like I'm leaving people um, without information. So you're doing that. Is that are you on a set sort of time frame? Do messages come through as and when, or do you just say when you're available? How does that work for your side of things? It's a, it's a large national um, initiative and there are about 2,000 uh, 2, volunteers. So that means that um, whenever somebody texts in, there is there is somebody there kind of 24, 24 hours a day. Obviously certain certain periods of the day, in the night times in particular uh, are busier and there, and there are more volunteers on the, uh, at the same time. Um, as an interesting story, the... Um, um, Prince William is a is a is a patron of the the charity that runs this, and okay. uh, I've, um, and, and I believe he's actually a, a volunteer himself. He's done a couple of shifts on there. He's gone through the training program, which is uh, which is amazing. Anyone can become a volunteer. You, you'll get people just ringing up or texting up now. Are you Prince William? Just in case, just to um, say they have. I'm sure he the pseudonym. So. Oh. Oh, well, well, I suppose you don't have to, does he? If you're on text, you can't really find out otherwise. Does the number 85258 ring any bells? That is absolutely the number, 85258, yeah. Okay, yeah. so if anybody's having issues with their struggling with whatever it is, so I suppose it really matters what it is, does it? It's anything. Um, I suppose mental health colours, absolutely any query quandary you've got going on in your head um get in touch with 85258 and someone will reply to you are you trained to give advice or do you sort of listen read however you want to phrase that what? yeah it tends to be more that more that kind of listening and that um and that signposting really to to, to organizations and there are so many organizations you know this through through your work that are doing some great stuff great great organizations in um in, in sheffield and i come across them in my uh my, my work with the, the member pioneers at the co-op um but often those organizations are struggling or they're not available 24 7 so it's just it's just there to kind of fill fill some of the gaps yeah for when you need help kind of right now when you get to that sort of um that crisis point yeah it's one of those things i think our second or third ever podcast that we did um highlighting signposting some of the various mental health helpers that are in sheffield and i've also there's a twitter list on the help sheffield account called mental health helpers i'm not sure anybody really looks at our twitter list but i've created hundreds of them over the last eight years um, with just about every Sheffield Twitter account is all categorized by help for the homeless, help for mental health, um, et cetera, et cetera. So if anybody's listened to this and follows us on Twitter, have a look at those if you want to know what's going on locally in the land of Sheffield. Um, okay, Peter, I don't know if you had anything else that you wanted to bring to the table today, because that's three great things you've um, run us through. Is there any final words you want to add before I... Um, wrap this up and go and do the laborious editing process? I think um, it's just, you know, I love Sheffield and I've lived in Sheffield for such a long time and it's it's got such a great community um, atmosphere and it's, you know, it's wonderful to be able to, to be working at the co-op and, and, and running the choirs in this, in this city. You know, it's got such a, such a great community atmosphere. There's, there's so many people so fired, fired up to, to, to kind of help and, and bring people together. It's, you know, it's a, it's a perfect place to uh, to be kind of doing the, doing a lot of the work that I do, and it's um, it's one of the things that um, that gets me up in the morning. Yeah, yeah, I love the city. 
You, I take it from that you're obviously not born and bred. Where where did you arrive from and when? I'm, just um, I'm from Bradford, uh, Bradford originally, but came to uni in, in Sheffield. And with the exception of a short uh, a short period of time in Dublin, I've um, I've been in Sheffield ever ever since. Yeah, uh, another one that forgot to leave. We, we've got a lot of you. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what this, uh, everyone quotes the stat, don't they, that as a percentage Sheffield returns more students than anywhere else. I don't know if it's still true, but everyone will tell you that um, every time you mention it. Right, okay. Um, so thank you very much, Peter. Um, do you prefer, you were down as Pete there. I'm sure I've decided to be called Peter in the last 10 seconds, but I'm not sure why. Well, um, I thought I'd, but I, yeah, preferably Pete, but you you started with Peter, so I kind of, you know, <laughs> keep you going. Went with it. Yeah, well, apologies for that. Um, nope. that's, that's why I've gone for a generic name of Elf One. It's just um, anyone can remember that and you can't really mix it up, I don't think. Although, who knows? Right, I'm off to get my tea. And that was Pete Birchall talking about Co-op Pioneers, The Shout, Text Messaging, Mental Health Service, and the choir, which is called... Singing In, Singing In Choirs. Yeah. So look all those three up. And that's Peter helping out other Sheffield folk and doing some fun stuff. So please give him a look on Twitter, Facebook, and wherever. Thank you very much, Peter. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <thank you. laughs> Cheers. Bye-bye.